Welcome back to another episode of the Next Level Minds podcast. For those of you that are tuning in for the first time, this is a podcast dedicated to those who want to reach a next level in their business, personal, or career life. Every other week, I sit down with a qualified guest and walk through their story of how they have gotten from point A to point B and overcame various adversities along the way. Today's episode is a series that I like to do called Motivation Monday that really just helps you get amped for the week to come because life is a huge blessing and I want each and every one of you to go into it with an extreme amount of excitement. And this is really what the uh, Motivation Monday series is for. It's something that I'm extremely passionate about. It's, you know, shorter than most episodes. Generally, most of my episodes are 30 to 45 minutes. This is a quick 10-minute episode um, where I really walk through strategies and implementations to get you motivated on various topics. So I'm really excited on what is going to come to the table today with this episode. We're going to be talking about goal setting and why it is extremely important to set goals. I firmly believe that you cannot be successful if you do not have goals. So today's episode is all about goals, and then I'll also do a brief recap of my 2019 and really what happened there and what my plan is going into 2020. I wanted to just thank everyone for tuning in today, and uh, welcome back to this week's episode of Next Level Minds. I mentioned in my introduction, I'm going to be talking about goal setting, something as I mentioned earlier that I think is extremely important in the ability you have to create the successful life that you want. Because I think if you don't have a clear path, if you don't have clarity of where you want to go and what you want to accomplish, then I think that you have a significant chance of staying stuck where you are because you have no direction or anything to shoot for. It's like if you're shooting a basketball and you don't know where the goal is and you're just throwing it in the air of hopes that it'll actually land in the goal, that's how I view goal setting. That is why it is so important. So breaking this down, what is goal setting? So goal setting to me is the process, keyword the process of deciding what you want and making goals centered around them to create the life that you want and deserve. So again, goal setting is really deciding, okay, here's where I am right now. Where do I want to be? Now, what are some things that I can make? What are some goals that I can make that will get me to where I want to be in one, three, five, seven, ten, etc. years down the road? So again, the process of deciding what you want and making goals centered around them. And the main question I get all the time, and it's a very valid question, I probably get this asked anywhere from five to 10 times a week, whether it's in Instagram DMs, emails, networking events, etc. But a lot of people are like, where do I even start to set these goals? What, what is my first step? 
I don't know what I want. I'm doing this in life. I'm in this situation. I have this family. I have this job. I just don't know what I want. And that's okay. Sometimes I still don't fully know what I want with the podcast. Sometimes I don't know what I want fully with my career. It's okay to not know 1000% of what you want. That's the beauty of life. You figure it out along the way. You trust the process. You enjoy the process and you figure it out step by step. So that's okay to not know exactly where you want to go. But I will tell you the first step in starting the goal setting process is write a bio of what you want your life to look like one, three, five, ten years down the road. If you died a year from now, now I know it's a dark thing to say, but if you died a year from now and you were able to watch your own funeral, what would you want people to say about you? What would you want your family to say about you? What would you want your uh, you know, spouse or partner to say about you? What would you want your friends, your business partners, what would you want them to say that you did? How did you impact them? So I think that's a really good way to start. And I actually got that from a book called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. So that is not straight for me. I got that from the book and tweaked it a little bit to break down my bio into one, three, five, ten years. So that's a really great avenue to start. And then make your goals out of the bio. So how many people do you want to impact? Where would you have liked to have gone in your career? How much money would you have liked to have made and left your family with? Now, let me pause right here. When it comes to money, you know, When you're dead, your money can't go with you, but what your money can do is provide generational wealth. So if I died right now, you know, I'm young. I just started out a couple years ago. I would not leave my family with much, but if I died at 50 years old and the goals that I have set in place, I guarantee you my family would be very well off with the amount of money that I would be able to leave them. So that's how I want you guys to view money when it comes to goal setting and it comes to writing your bio. You know, if you died a year from now, how would you be able to set your family and your friends up for success from a financial standpoint? So again, make the goals out of your bio. How many people do you want to impact? Where do you want to get in your career? How much money do you want to leave your family? What organizations would you have liked to have joined? You know, what physical things would you have liked your body to have experienced, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So then after you have the bio, after you have kind of answered those questions, I like to break my goals down into six categories. And those are, and I'll touch on them briefly and then go one by one. So number one, career. Number two, financial. Number three, personal. Number four, physical. Number five, side hustle. Number six, and take what you want with this one. You can believe whatever the heck you want to believe. I personally don't care. But number six is spiritual. So breaking this down, career. Now that's goals that are really centered, obviously, towards your career development. You know, what promotion do you want to get? What job do you want to get? How much money do you want to make in this role? How much money do you want to make for your company? How much money do you want to save your company if you're in a managerial position? So Some examples here for your career is, you know, make X amount of money, obtain promotion in ABC company, save my company X amount of dollars. 
So those are goals that are centered towards your career and how it is going to advance you forward and advance the company that you work for forward. So after that, you have financial. And these are goals, obviously, to increase your financial situation. So again, with the financial, obviously, while you're present and alive, these financial abilities that you have are helping you because the more money you make, the more money you can save, the more money you can invest, et cetera, et cetera. But again, also thinking of it as how much money, if I died in a year from now, would I leave my family? And again, it's a dark thing to think about, but it really does help motivate you. So examples here on the financial are, you know, invest 10,000 in the stock market, save 20% of my income, save $10,000 for a down payment on a house, contribute X amount of money to my retirement account. Anything that is going to really just increase your financial situation for yourself and your family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So after you have career and financial, you have personal. Now these are goals that help you grow individually as a person. Now, for those of you who know me, you know that I am extremely into personal development. I think that personal development is something that takes a lot of work, especially if you're balancing a hundred different things like I am. But personal development is a key attribute to, you know, increase your odds of success. So with personal, again, these are goals to help you grow as a person. Some examples here would be, you know, read 10 personal development books, listen to 365 podcasts, that's a podcast a day, read, you know, five journal entries, create five journal entries every single week or something that is just going to drastically increase your mentality and increase your personal character and just overall make you a better person for society. So after you have career, financial and personal, now this gets to physical. Now, now these are goals, obviously centered around your physical body. So you know, not everyone out there has to be a gym buff or a fitness guru to have physical goals. So it can just be simple. You know, one of my goals for 2020 is run a 5k. Simple as that. So as some other examples, you would have, you know, gain or lose 10 pounds, squat X amount by the end of the year, bench press X amount by the end of the year, run a mile in under six minutes and 15 seconds. These are just goals that will drastically increase your physique. Again, you don't have to be a fitness guru. You don't have to be a fitness buff. For those of you who know me, I'm into fitness, but I'm definitely not as dedicated as 99% of the fitness people in the world. So don't have to be a fitness buff, but it is very important to keep physical goals because again, if you're feeling healthy, you're working out, you're eating right, Again, it goes back to your mindset. It increases your mentality. It's all kind of contingent and full circle on one another. Now, this one, side hustle. So after you have, again, career, financial, personal, physical, side hustle. Now, this is what you are going to do outside of your career slash corporate America that is going to make you money or impact those around you. And you can, you can actually have both together. A podcast is a prime example You can create a podcast where it helps others grow, and you can also place ads on your podcast to create some money. So again, side hustle, I think, is very, very important because what sounds like a better scenario after you get off from your corporate America job? Number one, get off, open a beer, sit down and watch two hours, three hours of TV, or get off from work, 
sit down, open up your laptop and do something that not only is going to impact hundreds or thousands of those around you, but also increase your financial ability because it's another income stream on the side out of corporate America. I would choose scenario two every single day. So side hustle, again, if you don't know where to start, I'm going to start posting some videos on my Instagram on this on how to really choose a side hustle. But really just side hustle is some examples of this would really be, you know, start a podcast, start a fitness channel, start a business, start anything outside of your career and just start running with it. And I think after six months, you will personally thank me for encouraging you to get involved in the side hustle. Again, quick snippet on this. If you don't know where to start with a side hustle, I'm gonna make some more videos about this, but I can give you a couple sentences of advice. Really with a side hustle, pick something that you're passionate about and then research the industry as a whole and see if there's actually a need for it. And then say, hmm, okay, there's a need for this. I like doing this etc, etc, etc. Again, so with the podcast, how I started this is because I've always had a passion for helping others. Everything is switching to audio, which I'm sure you hear about all the time. Podcasts are huge right now. I love meeting and talking to people of hearing their story. So I was like, you know what, a podcast is a great avenue to combine both of those. So after you have career, financial, personal, physical side hustle, then again, take this whatever way you want, but you have spiritual goals. Now, whatever, whether you believe in God, Buddha, the world, the tooth fairy, whatever it is, these are goals centered around what you believe in. So me personally, I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm a Christian. So for me, you know, an example would be read 12 books of the Bible. If you believe in the world and its existence and, you know, just the well-being of the world, then maybe your goals could be meditate 300 times in 2020. Whatever that is, you know, that's for you, yourself, and, you know, whoever you believe in to really figure out and spend time to reflect on. But again, I think spiritual is very, very important because this world, as I'm sure you all know, gets crazy things thrown at them all the time. So if you can have something that you're grounded in, that can provide you some hope, that can provide you some peace, that can provide you with some just well-being in this messed up world, then I think that you will significantly have greater odds of success and greater odds of just being a better person than people who unfortunately aren't as grounded. So, you know, that's just kind of on a soapbox there. That's just my tangent. Um, but whatever you believe in, I really don't care. This is not a religious podcast, so whatever you want to believe in, I just encourage you to kind of look for some things that you can ground in. Um, so you have all those goals, career, financial, personal, physical, side hustle, spiritual. Now, after you have those goals, and when it comes time to writing goals, I used to think that you have to go to you know a nice hike and sit in the middle of nowhere and really reflect, and now I'm just like, why did I spend so much time driving to where I thought I needed to go to sit on a mountain just to write goals? You can literally put in some headphones and go sit at a coffee shop, spend 30 minutes really reflecting of where you want to be and write goals around them. So after you have these goals written, now this gets to the hard part. You have to really break these down into monthly and weekly goals. And this mainly only works for the for the quantitative goals. So if your book or if your goal is to, you know, save 
twelve grand this year, you have to break that down into $1,000 a month. That's roughly $250 a week. Then you make it happen. And that actually makes those big goals. You're like, oh my gosh, 12 grand. You know, for those of you in entry level jobs, I've been there. It's hard to save $12,000. It's hard to save that if you're only making 30, 40 a year starting out. So if you break this down into monthly, you're like, oh, okay, that's only $1,000 a month. Hmm, okay, that's only $250 a week. What expenses can I cut out that can make this make this happen? So really break down the quantitative goals into monthly and then further break that down into weekly and it'll make it seem a lot less scary. So after you've come up with the goals, after you've broken them down, this is also key and I firmly believe in this. Shout out to everyone on this, but have multiple accountability partners that text you every week and ask you how you are doing with your goals. So I know it's easy to let yourself down because no one knows but yourself. You're like, oh, I was supposed to go to the gym five times last week. I only went four. Oh, well, I'll try again next week. But if you have some of your closest friends and closest family members and you know just tightest business partners texting you, emailing you, calling you saying, Hey man, I saw you had it on your uh, weekly goals to uh, go to the gym five times. It's Saturday. Have you gone five times? Just checking in. And you're like, ah oh, man, yeah, I'll be there. I got this. Like, let's do it together. So accountability partners is huge. Um, if you want an accountability partner, shoot me a DM, uh, Chris Chap Chap, or my podcast page at Next Level Minds Podcast, and I'd love to help you out on this because I'm super passionate about keeping each other accountable for their goals. We're all in this thing together. So. Now, another thing to realize after you've done all this is just, I really want you to believe that success cannot happen without goals. I want to go back to the basketball example and just reiterate that if you don't have any clarity of where you need to shoot, then you're really not going to reach where you want to go because you've never established that in the first place. So I want to just encourage everybody to know that goals have to happen in order to create a successful life. You know, I haven't been doing this goal thing for long. It's been about two to three years, but I have grown a hundred times more than I did when I did not set goals. First and foremost, I'll give a prime example. When I was at Clemson University, I, my junior year, I was like, oh, I'm going to get an internship um, before going into senior year, like you should. And... I didn't have a goal behind it. I just said, oh, I'm going to get an internship. And then last last minute, I ended up getting something that, you know, it was all right, but I could have done much, much, much better for myself if I've really set a solid goal around it, just rather than saying, I want an internship. So fast forward to my senior year at Clemson, I set a goal and I was like, all right, August, it was like the first semester or first week of classes. And I was like, I'm going to have a job by the end of 2019, I'm going to have an accepted offer before going into spring semester. And what happened was I wrote that down, put it on a sticky note, put it in my phone, had people hold me accountable. And I was able to find a job like three weeks, fully signed offer that I ended up, ended up taking in June after I graduated, but I was able to have a fully signed offer before even starting the spring semester because I set a goal, had the accountability partners and made sure just to have it in front of me at all times. So again, just to reiterate, 
goals are extremely important. Last but not least with all this, print the goals out and put them, print four, five, six, seven pages of the same goals and put them in places you're always going to see. So I literally have this printed out right above my desk. I see all my 2020 goals every single week. I also have it printed out in my car, folded up in my glove box that I look at every now and then. I have a PDF picture on my phone that I look at every single day. My accountability partners have all my goals in a PDF format so they can look at it as well. I have this printed out and put it in my briefcase for work. I have this in my email saved as a draft that I can look at it whenever I want. And I have it folded up in my journal that I write every day. You have to have the goals in front of you. So that way, before you're going into the weekend or before you're going out to do this, that, and the other, you're like, hmm, my goal is to save this much money. I've looked at it 80,000 times this week. Maybe I shouldn't go out for the third time in a row this weekend because I need to reach this goal. You start thinking in more of a disciplined fashion. So again, really just wanted to just say uh, the importance of goals. I think that they are extremely important. I want to encourage everyone to go into 2020 with just some huge drives, huge ambitions. And I uh, want to just put myself out there. If you guys need anything going into 2020, again, shoot me a DM, a direct message on Instagram. Um, I will respond as quickly as possible. Uh, it's Chris Chap Chap is my personal page. And uh, the Next Level Minds podcast is my podcast page. I check both pretty frequently. So go ahead, reach out if I can help in Anyway, please let me know. Um, but just to reiterate, I wanted to just thank everyone personally for taking the time to tune in today. I hope everyone has a fantastic 2020. And again, goal setting is of utmost importance.